Good evening. I want to welcome you to Eagles Wing Church, our Wednesday night service. Uh, typically on Wednesday nights, we have a prayer service and we all we do is pray. But since we're not being, uh, uh, we haven't been able due to the, the COVID epi epidemic to meet and pray, what we've been trying to do is encourage uh, our church family and anyone who's listening tonight with what we're calling a dose of hope. When uh, I was a kid, um, my mom and dad, whenever we got sick, my mom and dad would give us what they called a dose of medicine. And uh, whatever the dose was, it always worked. It always cured uh, what was ailing us, even though it, it tasted awful. And we, we cried and complained and held our breath. We always had to take that dose of medicine, and uh, it worked. And so what we're trying to do uh, on Wednesday nights is, is just to encourage you uh, to, to fortify you a little bit and challenge you, and we'll just call it a dose of hope. Uh, this past Sunday was Easter, and uh, the reality of, of Easter is is that Jesus Christ is alive. He's risen. He, the, the tomb uh, is empty, and uh, he is our hope. And ultimately, uh, our hope is not in something. It's in someone, and that's Jesus Christ. Easter was also this past Easter Sunday was also uh, a day that the weather uh, forecasters, the meteorologists for almost a week had been talking about uh, the potential for, for bad weather and, and, and certainly uh, it, it turned out that way. Uh, uh, last Thursday, last Friday, I just began to sense inside myself that uh, I, I believe it's, it was the Holy Spirit that I, I just needed to pray. I needed to be bold. Uh, those of you that know me and are part of Eagles Wing Church, uh, very often we uh, we speak to the weather, we speak to the storms. We uh, we believe that uh, Jesus did that. Uh, he was on his way across the, the Sea of Galilee with his disciples, and uh, he had gone to sleep. Uh, they were headed, uh, no one knew where they were headed, but they were headed to... Uh, to deal with the demoniac called Legion. Uh, and on their way over, this tremendous storm came up and the disciples were afraid that uh, they were going to be swamped, they were going to drown. And, and so they woke Jesus up. They couldn't believe he was asleep. And what Jesus did ne next is very interesting. Jesus spoke to the storm and he used language which is identical to the language he used whenever he spoke to uh, the, the demonic spirits. Uh, he, he spoke to the storm and he told it to hush. He told it to be muzzled. He told it to be still. And, and in other words, be quiet. And so uh, uh, it got peaceful. The storm just died. The winds stopped. And, and the disciples, they couldn't believe it. And I, I read later as Jesus is preparing to uh, uh, to go away, he's, he's spending the last night. He he will spend with his uh, his disciples, with his closest friends. He's an an extended period of of sharing with them the most important things on his heart. And he makes a statement in John chapter fourteen, verse twelve, that literally about twelve or thirteen years ago changed my life, changed the direction of my ministry. Uh, it changed what I believe. And, and what I realized, based on what Scripture says, that we as believers can do, that the, the authority and the power that Jesus has given us. In John 14, 12, it says, Truly, truly, I say to you, Jesus is talking uh, to those that are closest to them. He says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, he who puts his faith in me, 
The works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. When I read that passage of scripture, it, 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 I was taken aback a little bit. Uh, I couldn't believe that it said what it said. So I sat, I set out to, to make sure it truly said what it said. And I, what I found is it said, it means exactly what it says. Jesus says that, that those who put their faith in him, who trust him, who walk with him, who believe in him, the works that he had done, we will do. And that we would even do greater works because he goes to the Father. I began to incorporate that into my life, and, and I've incorporated it into the life of our church. And one of the ways I do that is whenever there's going to be a storm, I go out and, and I, I don't necessarily pray. Rather, I speak to the storm. I, I, I tell it to be, to be still, to be quiet. You're not going to come this way. You're not going to destroy this. This belongs to Jesus Christ. I, I look at the, the property that I own and the, and the home that, that has been given to me. I, I see myself as a steward, not an owner. And so uh, everything I have has been dedicated to the Lord. And so I look at it this way, that it belongs to Jesus. And therefore, I, I don't think Jesus is going to destroy it. I've, I've come to believe that uh, that it's the enemy that uh, that whips these kind of storms up. Uh, I, I find proof of that in, in uh, the book of Job and in some other places in the scripture. But regardless of, of that, I, I, I always do that. And... Uh, God has, has blessed us. He's spared our home. He's, he's taken care of us. Last Thursday, I began to feel that sense that I needed to do that. And, and, and so I began to do that. I began to speak to it. And, and, and just, uh, uh, I don't know how far our authority extends. Uh, I, I knew I have authority for my property. And, and I have authority uh, over the church property since I'm the pastor. And so I, I'm comfortable with that. But I, I just sensed that I was to speak to more, I, I was to, to take a step of faith, and so I contacted four uh, other brothers uh, in Christ that I have, and I, I just asked them to stand with me, and, and I'm honest, I said, look, I don't know how far our authority goes, I don't know what we can do in this situation or can't do, but I'm not going to let the enemy steal the victory of Resurrection Day by creating fear in the people of God, I'm going to take a stand and I may come across looking like a fool, but you know what? I'm going to be a fool for Jesus if that's the case. And so I got back replies, hey, man, we're standing with you. We're, we're proclaiming. We're declaring. And so we did that. And uh, we came uh, on uh, Sunday morning, and we did our Facebook Live uh, Easter service, went home, and we went home to wait. Now, because of, of the... Uh, meteorologists and what they had warned us, we took precautions. We made sure stuff was where it needed to be. We were watching the TV. And I noticed as this storm crossed into Alabama that came out of Mississippi, that the point of it that they were watching that was creating the most buzz was, you know, as I began to watch it, it was headed straight for us. I mean, it was literally headed for where I live. And as the day wore on, it, it got closer and it got closer. And, and, and to make a long story short, uh, Sunday afternoon, it, it came right over my house. And uh, uh, Kathy and I, and, and we gathered the dog up on the way, and, and uh, we were in the bathtub, had our helmets on, and uh, it came over our house. And, and we, were, we were praying, let me just tell you. And it was basically Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And it was gone. And we got up, and there were limbs everywhere. There were sticks everywhere. 
Uh, we had a big, huge uh, pine tree about 80 to 90 feet tall uh, that was on a 45 over, uh, it wasn't near our house, but it was uh, 40 feet or so away. It was over uh, our out, uh, outdoor uh, dining area that we've got, a little uh, uh, pergola that we call it, and it was, it was up in the air and it was hung. And, and we took a deep breath and we figuring, hey, that, you know, we'll be able to, to get by with this. We'll get some tree folks out and they can lift this out and everything will be good. Well, it came another blow a little later and uh, the, the, uh, the tree came down and uh, I was a little bit discouraged. I, I really was. I'd, I'd done what I thought God had called me to do. Uh, to be honest with you, I was a little mad. I was a little upset with, with God. Uh, and then we begin to clean up, and uh, and as we begin to clean up, and as I begin to see uh, our powers out, uh, a limb tore the, the power lines out, and so we didn't have any power. We'd been on the generator uh, until uh, late last night. Uh, the power company came and restored the power. Uh, but as I got out and drove around a little bit, and I saw the the damage, uh, I was amazed at, at what God had done. And as I, I look back, and as far as I know, this is true, there were, there were no deaths in Alabama. There were deaths all around us, but there were no deaths in Alabama. And it really hit me this afternoon. I was up on the roof. I was cleaning uh, the, the leaves and the, and the sweet gum balls and the pine cones and the, and the limbs uh, off our roof. And uh, most of you are going to look at me like I'm crazy, but this is the largest... This is the largest limb that was on my house. And I just, I sat down up there and, and I just had one of those come to Jesus moments. And I just, I thank the Lord for protecting us. Uh, we had limbs in other places that were bigger, but we didn't have any that, that hit our house. Uh, we were safe. Uh, everything that's been damaged can be fixed. Uh, and and there's no de there was no deaths in Alabama. Now, I say that to say this. Jesus said that we could do the works that he had done and even greater ones. But for us to do that, we've got to step out. We've got to, to take chances sometimes. Last week I shared a, a passage in Romans that, uh, that I want to kind of tie this together with. Uh, in Romans chapter 5, it, 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 the Apostle Paul says that he, he exalts in, in our tribulations, uh, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. I, I, I begin to think about that verse as, as I, I'm out there. I've hauled limbs for three days. Uh, I, I sawed all the limbs off the pine tree, and Kathy and I, drug them out and loaded them up and drug them down to a place and unloaded them. And we, we've been doing that for, for three days. Uh, I'm exhausted. But what I've, I've realized is that in our trials and our tribulations, when things are not going like we think they are, what God's doing is he is proving our character. He's working within us to, to, to get out all the things that are not like Jesus. Uh, I, I was I was angry. I was disappointed. I was discouraged. I, I I was beginning to to doubt some of the things that 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 I had believed for a while. And and all of a sudden I realized, you know what? This is the enemy. The enemy could not touch us. 
God protected us. So the enemy did everything he could to, to, to tear up, to create fear, to, uh, to, to, to cause us to doubt. That's what he does. He kills, he steals, and he destroys. And that's exactly what he did. Now, I realize that there are possibly people watching us uh, tonight that, that that their homes were damaged and there were some homes destroyed. I, I'm, I'm not saying that uh, that that there were, but there were no lives lost. Lives are precious to God. I, I don't happen to be uh, one of those that, that believes that God pours His wrath out through storms and things like that. I believe that God poured His wrath out on Jesus Christ on the cross, and uh, we live in a a different day. We live in a different. Uh, dispensation in a manner of speaking than than those in the old testament lived under we lived we live under a day when when grace has been extended and and i know that god loves us and i know that god cares about us and to be very honest with you, the last three days i had forgot i forgot about the the covid epidemic because i had something more real and 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 and, and frightening in place and that was the storm but as I come back to this, I realize that what God's doing is sometimes God works through tough times to create even more hope in us. Because if, if we lose our, our faith, if we lose our hope, if we lose that, that desire to serve God because things don't go right, uh, we don't have much faith. We don't have much uh, uh, belief. Uh, what happens is is that perseverance, that, that persevering under pressure uh, creates a proven character. And, and that proven character then produces hope. And that hope is what sustains us through those times of trouble and tribulation. And it, it's a continual thing. As, as, as we go through tribulation, there's more perseverance developed. There's more proven character developed. And our hope continues to increase. Uh, I look back in Scripture and I think about Job. Job was a was a, a God said have, he spoke to Satan and he said, "Have you seen my servant Job?" And and Satan goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I've seen him. But if you'll let me take away what he loves, he'll curse you to his face." And and God gives permission. I I don't all I don't I don't understand that fully, but he had permission. And and you know the story. He, he destroys. Uh, uh, Job's livestock, and ultimately he destroys his ch his children through a whirlwind or a tornado. That's what it was, and so I I realized that you know the enemy can use a lot of things, and uh, he comes back and he says, you know, God says, have you seen my servant Job? There's nobody like him on the earth, and and Job goes, yeah, 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 but if you'll let me touch him, let me let me put something on his his body, he'll curse you to his face, your face, and and so God allows it, and. The story of Job is a man who persevered. He persevered. And as he persevered, his character was proven. What God said about him was proven out. And ultimately, as he expresses his hope throughout the book of Job, ultimately he comes to the place where uh, he doesn't necessarily get anything answered, but his belief in God, his trust in God has carried him through. And, and God's doing the same thing in us in many ways as we go through this, this COVID epidemic, uh, as we've gone through the, the stormy weather. Uh, some of you are going through other situations. Uh, some of you have lost loved ones. Uh, possibly uh, you've had some health issues. Uh, 
hope is 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 proven character that's steeled in perseverance, that, that's fired in the in the furnaces of perseverance. Without perseverance, there can't be your character can't be proven. It's, it's when you're under pressure that your character, your real character comes out. And as your real character comes out, it, it proves whether or not you really have a hope for the future. You really see that there is a future after this. And, and I'm just here tonight to encourage you. Uh, there is hope after this epidemic. There is a future after this epidemic. God has, has promised to take care of his people. He's promised to not leave us. He's promised not to abandon us. But we sometimes have to step out in faith and, 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 and not so much take a chance. It seems like we're taking a chance, but sometimes we have to put feet to our faith and we have to, we have to step into places where uh, we're unsure sometimes. We don't know what we're going to do next. I chose to do that this this past weekend, uh, and and God proved Himself. God proved that uh, He was He was up to the task, more than up to the task. And it's it's interesting as I I was pitching the these branches, these little limbs and stuff off the the house. I came across this one, and and I I, I called to Kathy. I said, Kathy, you're not believe this. This is the biggest limb that's on our house. It just reminded me how faithful God is, even in the midst of a tornado and I, I know that that tornado passed over our house because it, it sat back down some uh, north of us uh, just on the same pathway uh, up close to Locust Fork and it's been verified but the thing that amazed me and I didn't find this out to, but to today is that uh, nobody lost their lives all the states around us there's 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 multiple deaths in, in a lot of those states but in Alabama there were no deaths now, you know what? I can saw that tree up, and I can get that tree moved, and I can rebuild what uh, was torn up out outside on the pergola. But I don't have the ability to, to bring back those people that, that were killed in the storm. And so what happened is we exercised our faith and our hope and our trust in God, and we acted on what Scripture says. And I believe that with the fact that we were warned very good and people... Uh, we're mindful of that. I think that's one of the things that, that kept us from having any deaths in Alabama. Uh, I've lived here all my life, and I've seen uh, storms come and storms go and long-track tornadoes. I, I've seen those things, and, and we happen to live in an area that, that seems to be one of the tracks. Uh, uh, and, but I believe that, that when we do what Jesus tells us to do, Jesus honors that. Uh, I want to encourage you tonight that there's a there's a story in the Old Testament, uh, uh, the story of uh, Elijah. Most of you know Elijah. Elijah is the the prophet of God who calls down fire uh, on Mount Carmel, and 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 fire consumes his sacrifice, and then he slays the prophets of Baal. I mean, he he was a man who saw the power of God, just like amazing, the power of God he saw. He outruns a chariot, uh, pulled by horses, uh, just just on and on it goes. And then the next day, after he had had, had that successful night, that evening on on Mount Carmel, and he'd uh, slain the prophets of Baal, he gets a letter from the queen that says, 
big boy, you're going to be just like the, those prophets of Baal are by this afternoon. And, and all of a sudden, he falls apart. He forgets everything, and he takes off running. And he runs, uh, he runs uh, off into the wilderness, and, and he runs till he can't run anymore till he's exhausted. And then he lays down to die. And, he, and an angel wakes him up, and the angel gives him something to drink and something to eat. And, and then the angel tells him which way to go. And he ends up at Mount Sinai. And, and I personally believe that, uh, that his desire was to find a hole, a cave, to crawl in there and die. And that's what he does. And, and God comes to him. And, and he says, Elijah, what are you doing here? And Elijah goes, well, Lord, I'm the only one left. I'm the only one left. And I've been zealous for you. And, and they're after me. And, 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 and on and on and on and on. He had a pity party. And God says, I want you to go out on the face of the mountain. And I want you to, to pay attention. And scripture says that the winds came, the fire came, the earth shook. All these powerful uh, images of God. Literally, the rocks were rented. But God wasn't in all those things. And then a still, small voice comes to Job. It's the voice of God. Job, what are you doing here? Oh, God, I'm, I'm zealous and, and on and on the same story. And, and, and God restores him. But then God says, I want you to go back and I want you to do this. I want you to go back to the place that you left. I want you to do this and this and this. He gives him three things to do. And as he's turning to leave, as he's turning to go back, God says, oh, by the way, I have plenty more like you. You're not the only one. What Job didn't realize is he, he understood the power of God, but he didn't understand the presence of God. And sometimes uh, we, 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 we understand the, the power of God, but we don't understand the presence of God. Jesus Christ is real, and he wants a relationship with us. He wants us to walk with him heart to heart. And that encounter that Elijah had on that mountaintop was a heart-to-heart -heart encounter. Because if you, if you look at what happens next, he goes back and he does the things God told him to do. He doesn't accomplish all of them because God sends a chariot to get him from heaven. Uh, Elijah is one of the... The, the, the two people in scripture that, that along with Enoch that, that does not die. God takes them to heaven. And uh, many Bible uh, prophecy people and, and theologians have some views about uh, their return uh, at the end times. I don't know about all that, but I do know this, that, that, that Elijah learned the heart of God while he was on that mountain. He'd seen the power of God. He'd seen the, the fireworks and everything. But he knew who God was when he came back. God restored him. And I just want to encourage you right where you're at tonight. I want to encourage you to step out. I want to encourage you to take uh, the opportunities that God gives. Some people would call it chances, but it's opportunities. God is giving the church opportunities during this COVID epidemic, during this this. Uh, time that, that we've had storm and the, and the aftermath of that. He's giving us opportunities to be the church. For uh, centuries, uh, the last several hundred years, uh, we have, we've made the building the church. 
and we said, come in, come in, come in. And, and nowhere does Scripture tell us to, to, to say, come in, come in, come in. It tells us to go out, go out, go out. And this COVID epidemic has forced us out of the church house, out of the building. But it's given us an opportunity to be the body of Christ in the community. And so I want to encourage you. You may be going through some tribulation right now. But if you are, what God is doing is he is showing you your character. He's, he's proving that character. And out of that character is going to come hope. And you're going to be able to give that hope to someone who desperately needs it. But you've got to begin to look. You've got to pay attention to who God brings into your pathway. Uh, you're going to have all kinds of opportunities. I, I believe this, this, this time we're living in may be some of the most exciting times that the church uh, has had in the, in the last 40 or 50 years. To, to make an impact in community. People are looking for answers. They're looking for hope. And we have it. it it's, it's not a theory. It's, it's, it's not uh, what somebody's taught us or told us. It's a person that we have a relationship with. And so we need to share that relationship. But you know what? You can't share that relationship if you're holed up, afraid to, 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 to call somebody or to talk to somebody or to make a, a contact with somebody. You're gonna to have to. You're gonna to have to step out in faith. You're gonna to have to 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 make some phone calls, some contacts. You're gonna to have to look for the opportunities that God gives you. I promise you, if you'll ask God for opportunities, He will give you opportunities. I just remember today when it just it just dawned on me and just dumped on me how faithful God is, how faithful He is to the promises that he's given us. Listen, if, 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 he, if he'll be faithful to us in a storm, he'll be faithful to us in a pandemic. And he'll be faithful with to us day in and day out. All we have to do is believe and obey. Those are the two things that he calls on us to do, is to trust him and to walk with him in obedience. And if we'll do that, he will take care of the things that need to be taken care of. He will move heaven and earth to make sure that what he has promised comes about. Tonight, as we as we close, uh, one of the things I want to do with you is just pray. Uh, I, I know there are lots of needs uh, uh, in the lives of people that are watching tonight. Uh, I want to pray especially for Brian and Tammy. Uh, Brian's had some heart issues. He's he's had some uh, stents put in. So we want to we want to pray for them. And and I'm just going to pray. I don't I don't have any specific names, but I'm just going to pray in a general way. But I'm going to ask God to open up doors for us to make a difference in people's lives. There are people looking to you for encouragement. They're looking to you for somewhere to to plant an anchor for something to hold on to that will get them through this time. You and I, uh, who know Jesus, we have that answer. We have, uh, we have the, the hope uh, who is within us, uh, Jesus Christ. And so I want to ask you just to bow your head wherever you are right now and just, just pray with me. Father, we thank you that you are our hope, but you are hope. Lord Jesus, thank you uh, for rising from the dead, for paying for our sins. Uh, Holy Spirit, thank you for living within us and giving us the ability to do the things that Jesus did and even greater things. 
And so tonight, Lord, we want to be used by you. We want to be your hands and your feet. We want to be uh, walking epistles, as Paul says, living epistles of Jesus Christ, letters that people can read, a fragrance, an aroma of Christ that people can smell. Lord, we live in a, a, a time right now of death and fear and anxiety and discouragement. And, and, and Lord, we want to be the, the smell of life among the peoples, Lord. Father, I want to thank you for protecting us uh, through this, this period of the storm. And I want to thank you, Father, for what you're going to do with us as we recover from it, as we, uh, as we recover from this pandemic that, that's going through. Lord, we want to ask you in Jesus' name to stop it, uh, to, to end it in Jesus' name, Lord, so that, uh, that, that we can get out and that we can make contact again with family and friends and people that we don't even know so that we can help those that, that need help. And Father, tonight, I want to pray especially for my brother Brian. Father, I'm just asking you to put your hand on his heart. And I pray, Father, that you would heal those veins. I pray that they would stay open, that the blood would, uh, would be able to flow through them, that there'd be no, issue, no more issues with clotting uh, in, that, in that sense, Lord. And I pray that you'd just be with Tammy. I pray that you'd just give her peace uh, with Lauren and give her peace as well. And Father, raise him up, strengthen him. Lord, we ask you. Uh, to, to help us to be salt and light. Help us to be uh, uh, bastions of hope to those around us. And Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information on Eagles Wing Church, visit our website at www.eagleswingchurch.org or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Eagles Wing Church. Thanks for listening and have a blessed week.